Hey guys, this is Kenny from the Level With You channel. Just here to let you guys know if you guys want to come chat with us, we got a Discord server up and running. Link is in the description below. You could give us some feedback, ask us questions, just interact with us or in general. You can also find us on social media platforms. Instagram, we're LVL With You. Twitter, we're Level With You. And on Facebook, you could search Level With You. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Stay level. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Level With You show, a weekly video game podcast where we all get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. Thank you for sticking with us. I was gone last week prepping my wedding. It happened this weekend. I dare say it was a fine time. It was, it was awesome. You all were there, and thank you for that. Kenny, what was your favorite part? Um, the food. The food. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Kenny kept flagging down the guys that would come <laughs> oh towards the gosh. table. He had this one guy that was his boy, which I'll get to in a minute. But the <laughs> first couple of nice gentlemen that came over were just like, do you guys want some? Ch-? Okay, he's like, yep, right here. Come here. Get over here. And he's like, yep. he's like he, he was a little nervous at first. So he was just like, maybe I'll just take one. And then the guy kind of looked at him and was like, you can take a couple. And Kenny's like, oh, sweet. Just full palms. <laughs> like two, three, four. Eat him. Walks away. Another guy comes back. Looks at Kenny, goes, yeah, man, I really don't want to do my job, so here you go. I'm just going to leave this plate here. And so we're like, oh, sweet. We just grabbed a whole bunch of stuff. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> the guy was just like, I really don't want to do this, and I can see you are hungry, so we, I'm just going to leave this here. And we were all like, sweet, thanks, man. He's like, I'll be back later. Well, I'm glad that worked out for you anyway. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, that became my boy for the rest of the night. I wasn't even expecting yeah. that. I wasn't even expecting the all the hors d'oeuvres and that was the really people good. coming around with foods. Yeah, that was kind that of the last-minute um Thing that was worked out i had a lot of back and forth with the we had a separate caterer from our food provider so there was some i was the middleman in between them kind of figure out what was able to be passed and what wasn't uh but yeah i'm glad that that worked out uh the main meals were real good too i was just super happy with how smooth everything went how like nobody really embarrassed themselves too badly um and like there was a good flow i thought like, it was good yeah, there's a couple. I mean, I showed up very, very hungover, but I got there right at the beginning of the ceremony. I was sitting there, was you know, everybody was all yeah. Like, I thought you you were like rolling up, like didn't you take your seat like right as right it was as the ceremony started? It was perfect. <laughs> I had the two bags of ice. Tyler asked me to grab. He's like, "Can you get ice on the way?" And I was like, "You got it. I gotta get coffee first and a couple Advil." So I got that. I actually originally thought the ceremony was at six. So I texted Tyler and I was like, "Hey, uh, the wedding's not until what time is? It? I want to make sure." And he's like, "Oh, it's uh, starts at four. So like get here for like three, three thirty. You know." This point, I was like just getting out of bed at three, and I was like, "Oh boy, okay, all right." <laughs> so Damn. I uh, hurried things up and brought a bag of ice, left the ice at the front of the driveway, and hustled down to the ceremony. <laughs> Word. Well, Tyler, got to give him a shout out. He gave an awesome best man speech. He he did a really good job doing his game, his shoe game. So he's into foot stuff. It's okay. Ask him oh, about yeah. it in the comments. <clears throat> Yeah, so that's why I should have asked the question. I should have been like, "Who's into foot stuff more?" And then we could have found out. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I was. When, I can't. I think one of you guys said that afterwards. Like, should ask who's more into feet. No, you asked that, and I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> you said that, and I was like, "Why didn't I say that?" I'm glad the questions were mostly PG. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to do. But. I just love that in my speech when I pointed out. Your when your mom bought you Halo. Oh yeah, I, I loved yeah. I loved her face after after I said that. Yeah, that was great. Give us, give us a recreation. What was it like? It was just like she was laughing. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> your mom's a sweetie. Oh my god, your family's super nice. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, no yeah. problem. They uh, yeah, they were. I mean, my mom was thrilled and most fun she's had in years. Oh, oh. I definitely, I definitely at one point in time at the beginning of the ceremony, right? I think the one of the speakers wasn't working, and I was like, holy crap. 
Wiley's dad is about to rip into the dude right now. Oh yeah, when he walked <laughs> over to the side, over, walked over to him and oh, said, like finger, finger <laughs> wagging, gave him the, the big guy, finger. The, all you saw was the guy so like po- apologetic. I'm like, oh yeah, he's getting his ass ripped into. Oh, is that? Really <laughs> oh shit! So I noticed him walk over to him and I was just like, what is going on? I was like. Oh yeah, ceremony <laughs> going on, and I'm just looking at Wiley's dad, like, oh yeah, he's ripping into him. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the first couple minutes of the ceremony, there was just this loud buzzing coming from the speaker, and I was just t- telling myself, like, please stop, please go away, please go away, <laughs> please be inside my head, please be inside my head. <laughs> and uh, somebody unplugged something somewhere, and it went away. Yeah, so it did go away. That was yeah. good. The whole speaker went away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I actually thought it was my. Two of my groomsmen, groomsmen, Jack and Kyle, kind of the one, like saying, "Hey, like unplug the thing or whatever." But mm-hmm. maybe he did. They did, but I'm not. It was a group walked, effort. Your dad definitely walked up to him. Your dad got up and I was like, "Oh shit, what's going on?" Oh, I was so in the moment, I did not notice. That's yeah. awesome. Was it just kind of like one of those moments and just like, boop, 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 it's like everything slows down and you're like, "I love you," but it's like you know, obviously more <laughs> elegant. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, like it, bullet time, but wedding time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but just the time. It was sort of hard to like be there in the moment because you're kind of like your mind's racing, and oh, I don't blame so you. I was trying to, um, and I was able to later on in the night, and it was a blast. But as the ceremony was happening, it was kind of like kind of a little bit of a out of body experience. Mm-hmm. You did good. You did. You did. You said your vows well, and you you got through it. And if anything, the priest probably kind of got a little. He, he like. He did a little trailing with his words, but I mean, other than that, you guys were yeah. to the point. He, he kind of rambled on a little bit. I started to lose it. and Not like lose it, like mad. <laughs> like, ooh, just like, I am really hungover and I need a beer or I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. But I got that beer and it was good. Your vows were very nice, Wiley. They Thank made, you. They made me tear up a little bit. <laughs> I saw you. Cause you I, was like, I could see you and Tyler. Like, is, I've never seen Tyler cry cry, but I've seen Tyler like on the verge. So he's just kind of like, he's up there like. <laughs> He did the like the head shake that just okay, <laughs> and he kept doing like he looked like look at you, but then he would look on a like past everybody just like keep it together. Because right? I do the same, I do the same thing. I can't look at anybody. You can't put sappy pictures to music or sentimental stuff because it's just like once the, once the bottom lip starts, that's all over. Nice. Well, I got the same reactions from a few other people, so that was the point. So I'm glad that got people. Where, where it was supposed to. And hers it. were amazing, too. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a great wedding all around. Thank you very much, Kenny. Appreciate it. So. Tyler got real drunk. We all got real drunk. Yeah, there was uh, definitely an abundance of things to drink, uh, very tasty things. So a lot of people did. Um, I balanced my food and alcohol. That's why. You know, that's why it wasn't plastered. Okay. Yeah. I was drinking nonstop, but. Also I, had, I was eating nonstop as well. <laughs> you get, you <laughs> had two plates of food and God knows how many old d'oeuvres. I still have like, <laughs> I don't know, four pounds of Indian chicken in my fridge. And Are they cooked? Yeah, they're cooked. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I just got to steam them out in a pan um, and still got the rice. I'll just microwave that. Think of some sauce to make and it'll be almost as good as Let me know if you fresh. need help finishing that up. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in the Dutch oven. Uh, Cross culture. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I got a Dutch oven as one of my wedding gifts, which is pretty sweet. Needed one of those. 
All right, let's move on to video games. What we have been playing. What's good, everybody? What you've been What you've been up to, Tyler? Tell us about Bloodstained: Ritual of the Night. Bloodstained. I've only been playing it for about five hours, but I'm already like forty percent done. <laughs> you beat I know, the game. I got, broke the game. It's been It's been a really good game. Um, I really enjoy. It's It's giving me that uh that Hollow Knight. Is feel it? and like itch like it's scratching that itch um just the discovering just new things discovering new things um like the power-ups that you get i mean obviously in this game you get way more power-ups and shards is what they call them in bloodstained because um, it, it's very much like castlevania you get a bunch of fight a bunch of demons you get their powers each demon has different powers it's kind of random when you get the powers the shards um, is it randomized? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Huh. Okay. Except for from bosses. Yeah, yeah. bosses are... Gotcha. But you can technically... I think you can technically get almost any enemy's powers that uh, you encounter. Almost. Yeah, they yeah pretty drop much. As a shard. Wow. Yeah, like the little like bats that take like one hit, like they drop shards. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was, I'm pretty sure it's just random as to when they do drop a shard. Um, and then the more shards that you have of a particular type, then like the stronger the spells become... Um, and then you can upgrade your shards at the alchemist back at the village, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of improves like how it uh, how it how the spell works. So, for example, there's like a spell where you f- bring up a column of fire. You can upgrade it with certain materials, and now you'll summon two columns of fire. Mm-hmm. Upgrade it again, you'll summon three columns of fire. Um, and so that's pretty cool. So I also have been playing. I'm not nearly as far as him. I actually played about 45 minutes. I got through the first boss. But when you're saying shards, uh, each or your character can have five equipped. Is that right? Yeah. So you have a, a single shot shard. You have a directional shard. You have a passive, uh, a passive shard. You have a familiar shard. And you have a conjuring shard i think it's what it's called okay um and the conjuring shard you'll like summon something you you, you hold down r1 and it stays with you until you release r1 oh and, wow and sometimes it'll like consume a lot of mana depending on what, what the ability is sometimes it'll consume like a very little amount of mana as it stays out and so it'll stay if you can you do it like perpetually or will if when you run out of mana does it disappear if you run out of, yeah if you run out of mana it's gonna go away okay Gotcha. Um, and the boss battles are really cool. Um, all the areas in the game are really interesting. I was saying earlier how um, they are very generous, I think, with like how frequently they give you save points. Um, I mean, I'm only playing it on normal difficulty, and it's it, it was kind of difficult at first, like being low-leveled. And, mm-hmm. like, like the first boss fight and the second boss fight took me probably like five tries each mm-hmm. to do. But then as you, like, start to uh, craft armor and find new items and explore. Um, get your hair cut. Yeah, you can get your hair cut. That's um, neat. You can take out books from the library that, that, gives you ex- that give you extra buffs. Mm. Um, Temporary or permanent? Uh, permanently for as long as you have the book out. But you don't have one book out at a time. Oh, okay. And then I think, I think it increases later on mm. how many books you can take out. <clears throat> um it's a strict ass library, one book at a time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. And then you, well, because there's like 
12 or like 15 different books that you can choose from but they all give different buffs mm -hmm. so depending on like how you want to play the game if you want higher magic or higher defense or higher strength or things like that and you, you'll, you'll pick a different book to take out and carry with you um and yeah overall it's just a really good game nice um i'm definitely gonna complete it as much as possible i think um we were all playing it earlier and i beat a boss um kind of like one of the like the main antagonist mm -hmm. of the game um jables from tenacious d <laughs> yep <laughs> and uh i beat him and they gave me a game over screen afterwards so i assume there was something else that needs to be done yeah i mean he's only like 43 percent map completion and so he was we were all a little confused watching him play this was literally just previous to recording um but yeah, that's cool. It's uh, you know a re true return to form from the director of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So it's neat to see that it, that it worked out. Uh, it's available on everything: um, Switch, PS4, Xbox. Heard some mixed things from Anthony a few weeks ago about the Switch version, performance-wise. Yeah. But you broke the game as well earlier too, which is oh, cool. Yeah, you got that, the guy flying through the walls. I, I, <laughs> I, I broke the game game twice now at, at two different parts of the game. Um, one, there was like a time seg segment of the game and there was a boss at the end and i must have killed the boss but it must have gotten stuck in like so sometimes there's like these like weird like camera moves mm -hmm. like if a boss is doing a special attack or something like that you might have hit him on a certain I, frame yeah i might have like hit like... him on a wrong frame because mm. I, I was able to keep hitting him the boss wouldn't die the damage Oof. counters kept showing up and but the the, t the countdown was still going so once the countdown hit zero, it just gave me a game over screen. <laughs> that sucks. Well, at least did you have to do a lot of shit over again? I mean, it wasn't a whole lot. I mean, I had to go through the same segment, but the next time I did it, it worked fine. Gotcha. That's good. Okay. At least they put the save points pretty well close to like bosses, yeah. so you don't have to go too far. Like one yeah, room over that is pretty nice. much. Yeah, usually a save point is usually within like two or three rooms of a boss. Word. And you'll really like it once you get a, a little bit farther into it. I think. It'll yeah, be I'm. I'm thinking it. It's got a super clean presentation. It seems like the abilities are super varied. I like the visual style of it. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to enjoy it a lot. I'm glad that you are, Tyler. Thank you. Thanks for getting it. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that was sort of my... We, we game share, and I was like, yeah. I was going to ask him to split it with me, but I'll just get it and ask him to split control with me, <laughs> which I go. did. So we'll have impressions on control next week. Did uh, you end up getting it? Is it out? Yeah, I got it. Uh, I think it was just a little error that it said pre-order because it comes out today mm -hmm. and uh, should have it downloaded tonight. Nice. And so, yeah. Did you start downloading it? I didn't because I just couldn't figure it out before I had to come uh, down here and start recording. Because it, if, if you did start downloading it, it would download to my PlayStation. I know. We've tried. We've been over that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, while, while I'm going on one of my long rants shortly, you should open up the PlayStation app and start downloading it on my PlayStation. That would be sweet. I I don't think I could though because it's purchased under your name, so I would have to sign into. Yeah. Your, oh yeah. Or, gotcha. Yeah. So that isn't if he's signed in under his name, then wouldn't downloading it put it on yours rather than Tyler's? Well, oh, no, I, because just technically his PS4 is my primary. That's the whole reason this thing works. Ah, gotcha. It doesn't make sense, but. The Xbox. I know, it's so hard it, to explain. It, it, <laughs> I was gonna say it runs a lot better on the Xbox, so like it'll download on both. You know, sometimes hmm. on the Xbox. When you set it from your, to download from the app, so I'm not sure why the PS4 just downloads only only the one. Maybe just because, like you said, the home home console. Yeah, it only downloads if you're down if you are using the app 
and you say download to P- my PS4, it it's going to download to the, to the primary, whichever yeah. the primary is. Cool. But he can be on his PlayStation, and play. signed into his name, mm-hmm. and download it. Right, but he has to be on the actual console. Well, it's because yeah. the, the whatever is the main console is the primary holder of the license. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, okay. So it goes back to that. Yeah, it goes back to the license. <laughs> wish, we had, wish we had like a whiteboard. Yes, like, I have a right here. <laughs> the the license is there. Is like... You need to be at least 16 year old to get your driver's license, and then you take the test, and then you buy the video game. Anthony, why don't you give us a quick uh, Persona 5 minute or two? How you doing? You'll never see it coming. I haven't beaten the game yet, but I'm really <laughs> close. Really, been really hearing close. that for what five weeks now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Te- well. Technically, like what four or three years running since it came out. Yes, and it's still <laughs> the same file. That's nuts. It's 100. I'm 139 hours in. Okay. Uh, level 69 at the very bottom of the last dungeon. So just got to go through that, and then hopefully answer the questions right in the interrogation to get the true ending and. If I don't, I'm going to cry and just watch it on YouTube and then accept that I just did that. I don't remember that if I got that correct or not. Um, I, I, knowing me, I probably paused it and looked it up, but I, I don't remember that. I had to pause it a while before, and I'm, I'm glad I kind of did because I, I took like a sneak peek before because it hits like that moment is in November and the game doesn't truly end till like Christmas or Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm in game and uh, I paused it before that and I was like, it's like in oh. real life in real life I was like oh <laughs> shit and then it's like oh hey major spoilers ahead and I said well, I'm already kind of close to it so I looked down and then I read like a decent amount and then I saw one thing that I didn't want to see and I was like oh no I was like oh, I'll put that down and we'll see so I hope I did it right cool anything else cooking around in Anthony's kitchen uh, I made a sandwich today um, what kind I mean, oh, it was really good. I had I started using horseradish sauce. Oh, oh I love God. horseradish. It's, it's so shit. good. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was like uh, all natural roast beef, uh, pepper turkey breast, a little bit of pepper jack cheese, three pickles, hearty garlic sauce, uh, horseradish, a little bit of mayonnaise, and some wow. honey mustard. Wow, that is sauced up to the max. Sounds good. I'm a sauce <laughs> boy. It was four sauces oh. on there. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. It was on good. what a hoagie. Oh yeah. Had a nice. I got the uh, big Y. Uh, Grinder rolls. Hell yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all that's really cooking. That I haven't I haven't done anything else. Just doing you the did. mobile game grind. You picked up Legacy of the Duelist. <clears throat> did pick that up waiting for uh, to go home to play it. So that's the new Yu-Gi-Oh game? Mm-hmm. For the Switch. Word. It's not a, it's not it's not a new game though, is it? No. It's just a re release. Yeah, because it's been out on port. Steam for years, and then they're just like, all right, we're gonna update it and like put it on the Switch. And I'd been it's been in my head for a little bit, and then Tyler came up to me at the wedding on Saturday and was like, hey. A new Yu-Gi-Oh game comes out for the Switch, and That's I was what just you were like, talking about at the wedding." Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "Shit, you're right." And I was like, "I know, I've been thinking about it." And he was like, "Check this channel out on YouTube, Shady Penguin, who does uh, like it's cool because they have like it was it it's like a draft mode, so it's like sealed packs you can buy with the in-game currency, and uh, it just kind of puts you in a pool with like other players that are online playing, but it's like basically playing a draft, like a digital draft. So you all pool from like the same kind of pool of cards, but you get different packs, build a deck from those packs, and then fight the people with those cards. Speaking of cards. Mm-hmm. I played a little game called Slay the Spire. Yeah. Um, so I've really dove into this actually in the week leading up to the show that I missed. Uh, so it's been a little bit, so my memory's not totally clear on all the the good parts. But uh, so what it is, it's a roguelike um, deck building game where as you beat an enemy, you uh, typically get a card to add to your deck typically more interesting than the ones you start with and the game just sort of and you're you're climbing a tower um each you know each 
area has maybe 15 fights in it. Uh, there's some branching paths that you kind of have to choose. Do you want to go to the question mark or do you want to go to the treasure chest? Question mark could be really good, could be really bad. There's kind of a risk reward against do you want to take on this elite enemy or do you want to take the safe route? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have, I think, um, five or six or seven cards in your hand, depending on which character you choose to start. Uh, they're kind of, you, you just pick, they're randomly shuffled from your hand. Um, do you only start with seven cards and then build on top of that? So that's, that's you, you start with like 12 or something in your deck. I can't remember the exact amount, um, but then that's how many you have out to play. Mm-hmm. And so you have um, three energy starting out with, and cards take either one, zero, or two energy. Some later the ones take three or four. Um, and you're trying to kind of trying to use as many cards as possible. Some cards will do something like, um, you can only it, this card takes zero energy, but you can only use it when all the only attack cards or you only have attack cards left in your hand. Mm. So it's like big damage, but you have to use all your um, either defense or your other stuff right. first. Big risk versus reward kind of thing definitely adds that like layer of strategy to it. There, you get in card games. Yeah, like there's the strategy is super deep, but as somebody that's not familiar with the genre, I found it very accessible too. I've only like, heard great things about it. I have it on Steam, but I've yet to play it. Dude, I want to get it on Switch, and even though I have it for free on Game Pass, because it's just such a great, um, it would be an awesome mobile game. Like mm-hmm. it, it would work on a phone. It would be the little smaller screen than I would like for the, the text. Yeah. But um, I'm surprised they haven't put it on phone yet, because it did seem very accessible to like for like sit-down, quick play session. Yeah, and, it might even be because they wouldn't get away with charging $24.99, which is the yeah, retail sure. on it on phone, mm-hmm. and it would be practically the same game. Yeah. That's just a theory. That's true. Also, the, the size, too. Some phones would be like, I mean, my, my phone can't handle more than like a gigabyte max game oh, or huh. like app. I'm not sure how big it is, but um, so I was really into this. I had a few really good runs. Um, I actually believe I got to the final, final boss uh, with the warrior character who's kind of like the starting out with one and uh i got the boss down to like one fifth health Mm -hmm. and then died um which was like pretty devastating but also i was kind of like well now i'll keep playing Mm -hmm. um did you you get like thrown right back to the beginning of like the whole adventure choose a new character and everything so you can choose a new character um you do keep so you can upgrade cards at Mm -hmm. the um what do you call them? The blacksmith or whatever you mm-hmm. run into. Um, so, so you can either upgrade or you can heal. Okay. So if you're doing really well, you're going to want to upgrade. Mm-hmm. And then in future runs, you have a better chance of um, having that upgraded card be gifted to you okay. or, or like acquiring it. So you do have some form of pr- progression. There is also a section right on the main menu where it shows all the cards that you've unlocked. So And as you... Um, level up your character each character has five levels mm-hmm. uh you get three more cards introduced into the game that, that are, cool. so um keeps the pool growing and then yeah when you get the upstate like say you're doing one run you upgrade like a couple cards then you die do mm-hmm. those upgraded cards stay in your pool permanently they, like play they so they i believe that they stay that there is now a chance that they will pop up that you'll just get the upgraded card right off the bat oh, but that's cool i don't think it's every time okay well that's good at least so it's not like you know if it would be it would be once. it would get easy if, if everything was upgraded yeah that's yeah. true um especially if you have the small pool and you kind of stay with that for a bit yeah but i really had a lot of fun with it and it was it was good because i you know if i wasn't in the mood for something where i had to 
give it a lot of thought and I was able to just relax, kind of take my time choosing my turns. And so I'll definitely be getting back into that. That sounds amazing. I definitely might start it then. Once yeah. Persona 5 is over, i got a plethora I want to go through, but <laughs> definitely want to check this one out. Yep, and it's uh, free on Xbox Game Pass. That's the only reason that I am playing it. I mean, I, I would now I would consider buying it because I like it so much on, on Switch. Uh, so, yeah, that's Slay the Spire. Uh, what about you, Kenny? So I've been playing Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem Three Houses yes. for Nintendo Switch. Tell me about it. Um... Wow, so I've, I've thrown in a total of um, 17 hours so far. I'm 17 hours, and the story's kind of picking up pace and got questions in regards to some of the angles. I'm not trying to spoil spoil anything. I know Anthony hasn't played much of it. So I forget. What house did you choose? I chose the Golden Deer. Okay. Nice. So I like the banter with the with the, lead, the house leader, um, Claude. He, he got He's nice, a charming boy. Charming boy. Um, a lot of great communication. So... I like that. I'm, I've finally recruited a couple other people. Nice. This is a cause. So that was the big decision you made. <clears throat> Which from, one? From your first uh, playthrough, what you decided oh. to do? You you hit the you hit the <laughs> yeah. Fire Emblem Rock. Some would say. I did. I did hit the Fire Emblem Rock. So everybody knows when I first started it, I started it with permadeath. Oh. And I just could. I was struggling with the fact that people were dying, and I and I refused to. And I was the the rewind. Helps the rewinding of time helps, but it's it's limited. Yeah, well, of course. So I went into a, a, a battle and I hadn't I hadn't done my usual RPG grind. Mm-hmm. So I was under level. So it was level fifteen fight uh, level fifteen enemies, and I think only two two of my guys were like fifteen or sixteen. Everybody else were like seven or eight. So they were mowing down. It was just a slaughter. Student. It was a slaughter. I was, <laughs> I was leading. I was leading them into a slaughter. Like, and, what uh, am I doing? I was like, no. I'm the worst teacher. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh my god! I think one of Mary, one of my healers, Marianne, she got slaughtered <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediately, they they ripped into her. I was like, no, Marianne, you get an F. You're also dead. I'm sorry. I was like, I don't have a healer anymore. She was my healer on the field. Oops. Okay. <laughs> so restarted it from the beginning without permadeath. At least at that point in time, I was four hours in only. Uh, but I was taking it slower, so I was like, I actually flew through those four hours because I had already done everything, like I already knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Flew through those four hours, did a lot of my RPG grind to the point where like some of the battles I'm going into are like level 17 enemies. Mm-hmm. And my whole class is level 25 or 26. And I was like, maybe I exaggerated a little bit with the grinding. Okay. But... So you can't get you can't turn off permadeath mid game. I, I didn't even check. I just, they're just, already gone. You can't I, bring them back. I don't think yeah. you can change it yeah. mid game. I think you have to start like a whole new yeah, thing, which is so. kind of annoying. But I mean, maybe it's I'll, worth I'll, it for those units. Yeah, they definitely worth it. My waifus, yeah. them to be alive. I mean, what happens if everybody dies, or they, they just randomly generate you some more students? That's a, no, good question. that's a good question. Yeah. In the yeah. old ones, you could definitely screw yourself because they were just kind of like, oh, well, it's, that's no, your fault. There's three of you, and there's exactly. eight, 82 demons over there. Yeah. yeah. Fun. <laughs> and, and honestly, I had to – I'm glad I switched out of permadeath because I when I hit the rock, I hadn't even started fighting the, the demonic beasts. Yeah. And these things have, like, three health bars to run through. Dang. That's and insane. they hit for a crazy amount of damage. Ugh. So I'm like, holy shit. Are there ways you can go out and grind 
Like, can you... Yes, so there's battles that don't use activity points. Ooh. <clears throat> so you could kind of just repeat a lot of those battles. That's that, okay, good. I feel a lot better don't use now. activity points, so just grind it out. That's right. good. I was getting a little worried. I'm like, shit, I really hope I have a chance to go back and grind. No, no, you'll, you'll be able to grind because once a week, once in the calendar week, mm-hmm. you get a chance to decide what you're going to do, explore, um, take a seminar, rest, or battle. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I kind of do explore first to start the month, get the missions for the month out the way. Mm-hmm. Then I do um, battle mm-hmm. the following week. Maybe maybe go back to explore just to get the motivation of my students back up. So then, because you have to instruct them every week as well. Huh. So you instruct them to raise up certain like their abilities, their proficiency in, in certain in which ability you want them to excel at. So I have I already I've already kind of had a couple a couple of my characters go up. A couple of students go up in class, classes. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. That's so awesome. So they'll change classes as well and gain abilities and gain strength or stats so one of my one of my waifu girls went from just a simple axe wielder to a wyvern rider nice which one um her name is hilda Ooh, no i think from the golden deer oh, oh hilda, okay no i'm thinking that i think that's Teresa or whatever with the cool the cap the singer that's yes. the, yeah the black yep. eagles <clears throat> yep so hilda and golden deer she's a wyvern rider now and she's op because also i did one of her side missions mm-hmm. so you have to recruit um, students to be able to unlock their paralog missions. Those are what the side missions yep. are called. And I did hers, and she actually got a hero relic. And she was like, oh, I'll only use it if you want me to. I'm like, yes, you are using it. You're OP with this. <laughs> is a hero relic, is that how you upgrade classes? No, or? the hero relic are like special weapons that you need special material to repair it. Okay. So it's like um, relics from the houses or the relics that only certain certain people can use because of their crest. Mm. Oh, okay. Their blood yeah, crest. Royalty. Yep. yep. So she has that, and now she is ridiculous. That's awesome. Like she hits for like almost forty-eight damage a piece. Like I send her off against demonic beast, and like That's she mows them down. Like, oh, uh, it's a, it is a lot <laughs> because some people's health is only thirty. Uh, like some mm. of the enemies' health is thirty-one HP. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's awesome. So she's wiping them out in one hit. But are you gonna have to like go back and try to repair that soon? Because yes. you said it's like she's, and is it and, harder and to the, repair? And the her the hero that hero relic um durability is only twenty. Ooh. So it like every time she uses it, it like goes down by one point. Mm-hmm. And if she uses its combat art, it goes down by five. Oh, <laughs> so almost after every battle, I have to repair it, and it takes so much materials. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That yeah. is scary. That's kind of cool, though. That's a nice way to you yeah. balance the I keep resources you have. Then, you know, I sometimes find myself like, all right, it's, you know, I'm grinding, so let me make her just use a steel axe this battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's not. And they get proficiency in that, too, right? Like, the more they use it, the better they get. The more with they it. use it, the better they get at it. So, and then you have to get better at these proficiencies so they can pass their certification test for the classes. That's how they go up in classes. Ah. This game is a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. That, from that's one why, persona to the next. Yep, that's yeah, why I've invested 17 so hours. Per- persona influence from what mm-hmm. you described. Even the main character looks almost like scarily like... Like Joker. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of. By left. Until he goes undergoes his Time change. Under, he goes undergoes a change. I made it that, that far in the, in the story. Support. Question. Do we see Marth, Roy, and all those folks? No, I haven't seen them. Ooh, no? Good DLC, though. Opportunity. No, they did that be. with uh, the first 3DS game. They okay. had missions. You go and you met the heroes, mm. huh. and then you got them. Because, yeah, like, I've 
really never played a Fire Emblem game, uh, so I've been playing Smash Brothers for since 20 years now, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just always been curious what their role in the games are. Yeah, you know, that's... like do you play as them? I know you don't play as them, but so. I'll, I'll find out. You will. You don't, the, uh, you don't have to tell me. That was our first <laughs> uh, Our first exposure was Melee. We got Roy yep. and Marth, and that was the first ones. And then we got the first Fire Emblem, which has, I think, I forget who it has. I know Marth wasn't until, like, Shadow Dragon, I think. Don't quote me. I'm probably <laughs> wrong anyway. But uh, Shadow Dragon was on the DS. Yeah, and when Melee was out, when it first came out, people were like, I don't know who this guy is, but uh, if you hold B the whole long time, yep. he'll one-hit KO you. <laughs> it's exactly my, that was my train of thought entirely. I was like, oh, he's yeah. a cool anime boy with a sword. I, I remember like trying it. to get this timing down on his side B. It's so rough. Yeah, it was, like it, I think it's easier nowadays than it was in Melee, maybe. I think so. Yeah. It definitely the timing feels a lot better now, because I went back to Melee and tried to do it. I was like, I am not good at this game. <laughs> I was at Walmart the other day, and I almost bought the GameCube controller. For, yeah. Just, just for it. And I, I think I will someday. So we want to play. I'll, I'll bring it over. Oh, you have one? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, let's see. Uh, who did I hear was going to... Oh, yeah. Who do you think is going to be the next Smash... DLC revealed character. Ooh. Little little uh, break in the Ooh, action. That's. I saw somewhere say it was going to be a female character. Whoa! I can't remember where it came from, but hot. I heard a, a theory that I like, uh, and it relates to one of our news stories coming up. What is it? Tracer from Overwatch. That's interesting because wow. they did, they did almost just leak Overwatch coming to the Switch. Yeah, so that's they, there's like a very official th- looking case that was leaked on Amazon um, that was shortly taken down. That was like an Overwatch carrying case. Uh, why would there be an Overwatch carrying case without there being Overwatch on the Switch, especially mm-hmm. if it was like an officially licensed product? So uh, yeah, Blizzard is about that. That's that'll be cool though. That'll be. I think yeah, that would be something I'd that. Like that. Might get me back in. I don't know if I want to spend get you 40 back in, bucks again. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Uh, I doubt it. You doubt it? <clears throat> no, just because you hit that of, hard. All of my Overwatch playing was on PC, and I oh, don't yeah. think I could really go to from playing on PC to playing on console. Well, even playing on the Switch, which is like you know not going to run as well as on a PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. but what if your account transfers over? It doesn't. It, it doesn't. Won't. No, I mean, there's no that's way so Nintendo's going to do that. No, <laughs> I do want to play that. But don't, you log in, don't you log into your Battle.net account? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, so I mean, your yeah, account you might. Your account but definitely. The ga- maybe gonna, it does like it segregates I mean, for, to the Switch. I, I'm more so saying that I wouldn't play it on a console because of how precise like playing on a PC is yeah. compared to like using analog. That's fair. <laughs> It was interesting. Well, if you got an Xbox, you could play with a mouse and keyboard. Really? Yep. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, did you know that they like changed competitive now? So now you have to have two attacks, two supports, and two tanks. Yeah. Wow. That's oh. a big change I because people were apparently the game was getting busted because people were just running three tanks and three support. Is that a support yeah. and tank? Yeah. And there, it was just boring like people weren't pulling off headshots and it was like nobody was really even dying very much yeah the, it was it was a change for pace of pace of, of game or gameplay yeah yeah, yeah. That, the, that pacing, whole the pacing was wacky. just horrible in competitive matches because of the three tanks three supports yeah that sounds boring so i'm glad they yeah. changed that up um, yeah it seems like everybody's happy with that change like all the pros and casual players and it seems like everybody likes it yeah and i wonder if that is available in the in the casual playlist or not like yeah, I said that they said uh, they were gonna yeah, roll so. it out. Yep. Oh, did they? Okay. Ooh. So that everybody can get used to the feel of competitive play. They just want to make it just across the board. That's cool. Uh, I like that. Yeah, that was a game where I 
put in a lot of hours. I mean, but not not compared to most people, like maybe twenty twenty five. And uh, I would go back. I would go back at some point. We had that really fun. Uh, oh, so we, you were totally not even in the news, but go ahead. Oh no, it was just we. I was we played with Tyler once when we when I first got into Overwatch. Me and him were playing once, and I convinced the group of kids that I was four, or I was like twelve turning thirteen next week because they're like, oh, so I was like, it's my birthday. I'm twelve turning thirteen next week. And they're like, oh, happy birthday. And I said, we need more dedicated wham because the servers wanted too low. And then nobody said anything after that. And I was just like, nobody gets it. Yes, I, re- I remember that. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was my name. more dedicated wham. You know more dedicated wham. The server's bad. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, okay, anybody got any other games they've been playing? Or can we move on? Speak now or forever hold no. your peace. I think we're good. Getting wedding flashbacks. Okay, yeah, I will say just real quick, played some, played some Mortal Kombat 11. And, you relapsed. Uh, <laughs> I relapsed. Rolled back into the MK hole. I'm, I'm going to say that when Tyler was giving his speech, right, and he mentioned, though, he, oh, if he weren't getting married today, he'd be inside playing Mortal Kombat. Getting Getting fatalities. I was about to say, losing a canny. <laughs> and I'm like, it's his day. I'm not going to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Although it still would have been funny. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, I played a shitload of Scarlet because I was grinding to get the. Uh, te- you get end up in the top ten percent of the towers of time. Now you unlock the Johnny Cage announcer pack, which sounded like a good time. So I uh, <laughs> spent a few hours doing that. Um, so when I get home, the it resets on Tuesdays. So it's gonna be perfect. You better know next week. You better let us know. Yeah. Cliffhanger. I will. All right. Now it is time for. Cruising for news and all right. It's the time of the show where we pick up some stories from the interwebs. We throw them on a page and we read them to you so you can stay informed. All right. So first on the docket, speaking of Mortal Kombat, Another Realm Studios released the DLC trailer showcasing the following characters, followed by their respective release dates, and here they are: Terminator T800 version. October 8th, 2019. Sporting Arnold's likeness, but not his voice, as we have learned. Yes. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, if they, if they got the voice, that would have been sweet, you know, hearing him do his little banter with all other 20-whatever characters. But, you know, there are a lot of people that can sound do a pretty, pretty, say, pretty yeah. good Arnold. There's a lot of good Arnold impersonators out there. Yeah, so I wouldn't... Uh, I'm just... I'm excited to see, like, the skins. Like, there's, you know, the whole young versus old. You know that we're going to get, like, the oh, Terminator yeah. 1, um, like, in the buff, right, when he comes out. Yep. <laughs> that would be sweet. He's going to come out naked. Yeah, there's going to be a... Uh, there's got to be a T1. Th- I don't know. Will they do the flat-out all different Terminators? We'll see. Mm, it'll be interesting. They more for the crit. yeah. They'll do they'll do like remnant versions where it's just like straight up looking like the machine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. More items for the crypt to unlock. They can throw them in there. Yeah, totally. I mean, each character's got like forty some skins. So Holy crap! They, yeah, they can get wow. creative. Um, so after Terminator T eight hundred, we got Sindel coming November twenty sixth. The only uh, Mortal Kombat classic character. Um, you want to give her backstory again? No, I won't give her backstory. No. They, they know it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then we got Joker. That's the Batman Joker coming January 28th, 2020. 
I saw some pretty good memes of like Persona <laughs> Joker coming <laughs> 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 to Mortal Kombat. Oh really? That just yeah. clicked with me. I was like, huh? Yeah. 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 That would have been amazing. That would have been. Uh, and then finally, uh, not coming until March next year. <sighs> Holy shit, that's a long time. Spawn. Yes, it is. I swear to God, they're milking the game. They're milking it. They're milking it, but they must be doing a good job. <laughs> I mean, so what? We got October eighth. That's two less than two a month and a half away. Yep. Not terrible. I it seemed farther away when I first heard it. I was like, man, that's like Halloween. I was like, okay, that's not that far. Uh, and then Sindel, a month and a half later. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. That she'll be who I play when I'm eating my turkey. Uh, and then we got Joker. And then I already said this. Okay. So who's your favorite out of these four? Who gets you most? Spawn, of course. Spawn? And okay. of course, he's the last one. Uh, well, for me, it's out. Terminator. I've always been a big, well, as a kid, that was kind of like my big, oh yeah, Terminator 2, best action movie ever. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I have to, I don't think I've seen a single Terminator. What? Very familiar with the property, but I haven't seen it. Same with Robocop. I really want to watch Robocop. I actually have never watched that front to back either. It's, I saw like the first, like the opening when I was little and kind of scared me because there's one scene in the beginning where this like guy walks into this room and he just lights up this room of dudes and it's just all like blood. And, it's like 80s blood. So it's like. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, oh no. <laughs> but, <laughs> Too much for this boy. I was just like, oh. But yeah, I definitely want to watch. I should have a Terminator, should have a Terminator movie night. Yeah, dude. I would honestly watch the first one is so good, and the second like they're totally different. Like it's kind of the difference between the original Alien and Aliens. Have mm-hmm. you seen those? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Scared man. I'm bad at movies. You know this. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, let's get drunk and watch them. So the first one <laughs> is very sort of like horror focused. Uh, I mean, more so Alien, but and just smaller scale, um, very intense, low budget, uh, but still awesome. And then the, the sequels. Because of the success, were like bombastic action movies with, mm-hmm. with lots of machine more machine budget. guns and um, special effects. So both excellent. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess that's really all there is to say about it. Unless you wanted to add anything, Kenny. Um, honestly, I think they still have one more DLC character they haven't announced. Uh, not from this combat pack. Yeah, this this combat pack. We still have one more that is going ghost right now. No announcement. Danny Phantom. I don't know about that. Yeah, there is. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Well, um, it'll be interesting who it is. Yeah. But we'll get them in like June or something. Huh. Something and ridiculous. And we're assuming there'll be another combat pack, right? So I'm. I, what I'm thinking is is that they'll drop combat t- pack to July-ish, um, milk it until the next gen consoles, and then drop a XL Ultimate Edition. Tis the way the fight. Which is what, cool with it. which is what Warner Bros. <laughs> is what Warner Bros. Studios is trying to do with it. That's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I don't, I, from my understanding, it's not even another room that wants this the DLC characters spaced out like that. Oh really? Well, yeah. profit. I mean, it makes sense. Keep, um, people, keep the buzz. And it is it. interesting that like three, two of these at least are tied in with movie releases. Terminator. Mm. We got that new Fate or whatever it's called coming mm. out then, and then the Joker movie. I don't know if it's coming out then exactly, but there is going to be a new Joker movie. Nope. And is there a new Spawn thing? So they're in development with a new Spawn movie, yes, but it's not coming but out. It's not coming out then. Okay. No. Um, all right, so moving on from that, um, Anthony, you, you uh, added this story about Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, um, yeah. Why don't you just run down and... The uh, Nintendo ended up releasing a couple days ago a 10-hour Dragon Quest Eleven demo on the Switch, which you can download. Um, I think that's really cool that the demo is actually like 10 hours. Apparently, it goes right from the beginning of the game to, and it stops about where you get your fourth party member. So I think the two uh, Serena, the and, yeah, 
Veronica and Serena. That's yeah. a solid amount. That's a lot. Yeah, because that's a lot of gameplay mm-hmm. in there. And then if you download it, they were offering another thing where you get a uh, special spirit for Smash Bros. So if you have the demo data on your Switch, you get that. If you play Smash Bros. And then even when the game comes out for full console release in about, I think, maybe less than a month now, uh, you can transfer your save data over. Yeah, well, that's a... Which is great. Yeah, why would you want to There's no play point playing you... a 10-hour demo. You can't transfer that progress. Yeah, well, that's neat. Yeah, um... it kind of leads me to believe it's like, so just like what happened, you remember way back when the Crash Bash demo got released that the whole game was on the disc and it was a little buggy, but the whole game was there, so maybe like this is the whole game, but like... Well, they're just going to flick a button and it'll be yeah, like, now exactly. it's on. So hackers, I, I'm, I'm going to predict like maybe somebody will probably crack something in the somewhat future that'll be like, oh yeah, the whole game was here the whole time. You downloaded it, but because mm-hmm. you can't do 2D mode in the demo, um, you can't switch Can from the PS4? No. No, you can't. This is totally new for Switch, cause, which was weird because the original release, which I was a little upset about when I first bought the PS4 version, was the original Japanese release. You could do both because you could go from 2D to 3D. Because, like, I mean, then anyway, I guess that makes sense because the original release of Dragon Quest XI was on the 3DS. So yep. it came on the 3DS first. They had the 3D modes on there and huh. the 2D mode. Then they did the HD upscaling to did PS4. Did it have voice acting on 3DS? I don't know. Maybe. I mean... It's a lot to fit on It's there. a lot on, to put on a cartridge, yeah, yeah. Especially basically two separate games. But, yeah, I mean, especially to, to have it play on a 3DS. And mm-hmm. Interesting. And I see this little... Bullet point here, which I just noticed: new full orchestrated soundtrack replaces the MIDI versions. Yeah, there's. Uh, I honestly didn't mind the MIDI versions. I thought. What did you think, Tyler? Because now you, I didn't mind the MIDI versions. Yeah. Um, I think the yeah the full or- orchestral soundtrack would probably be a little bit nicer. It sounds but... really good. It's very like you can tell the horns kind of like are way more resonating and it's got like a deeper tone to it. And what did you did? What do you think of the soundtrack so far? So the in the MIDI version. Like, yeah, I think it's. Good. I, mm-hmm. It kind of makes you feel a little warm and fuzzy a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, Same. Yeah. It's like the nostalgic, like home cooking feeling. Yeah. So it's the the nostalgia thing is is to its favor, but I uh, I will say that it, there's it's too repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I whenever there's like a new song because they are usually really good. Like if I'm fighting a boss and it's it's a cool piece of music, I'm like, oh, I wish I could hear this a few more times instead of going back to. Yep. Yeah, like, I agree. So so much, and just the battle theme of, I mean, it's a good battle theme, but it, it's I guess that's a common thing for yeah. all JRPGs. But no, I think it's good, and I I, mean, I think this will probably end up being much better. Um, for sure. I wonder if you can like download a patch on. Is this literally exclusive to the Switch? Yeah, it's exclusive to the Switch version. That's what I was curious too, because I think we talked about this a long time ago. That is the PS4 version. The people who have it on there, are they going to get any kind of updates or any like free patches? Like, hey, we just released the definitive version for Switch, but yeah. you know, are we going to get the option? Because these are all just options. Like, you can go in the menu, you can switch on and uh, mid eye on and off at any point to switch oh, it with the orchestral in the full release of the Switch. Uh, full release of the Switch version, you can go between 2D and 3D at any point. So, I mean, I don't see why not, but, I mean, then again, they also did have to, like, scale down a bunch of resolution and stuff for the Switch. Mm-hmm. But it still looks really good from what I've seen for gameplay. Uh, it might have been like, hey, if you put Hero in our game, we'll only give you this stuff, you know? Yeah, that's and true. Probably some definitely a tit for tat going on. A joint there. I'm wondering if, uh, I think that, like, all, like, longer JRPGs or RPGs should do something like this, give you five to ten hours of free gameplay just to try the game out because oh. you know you're going to be playing 90 more hours yeah so, exactly i mean i think it would be a pretty smart marketing scheme for a lot of games to, for a lot of games that are that uh longer mm-hmm. i agree longer form i yeah. think that'd be good i mean demos in general are 
if they 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 can end up I guess being bad for a game, but uh, they're they're usually good. And yeah, having it be extended like that I think is a, is a cool idea. Well, yeah, especially if save data transfers over, so yeah. you're yeah, so able you're to put losing. in five to ten hours on a demo, and then you're like, okay, I really like this. I want the whole game. Yeah, yeah. totally. Pay sixty dollars for it. And for all the digital buyers, it'll probably be you know if you're already loading most of the game onto it already with the demo, you know. Buying mm. it digitally, just we need this little part. Boop, you got your game. I think it's pretty smart. Pretty smart. All right, moving on. Uh, we had the release of World of Warcraft Classic, the uh, little PC game you might have heard about. MMO came out in two thousand four. It's blowing up. It's blowing People up. Love it. Yeah. So um, I looked at Twitch last night, and there was over five hundred. Apparently, there was over a million people watching at one point. But That's la- crazy. Last night there wow. was five hundred thousand, and the next was Fortnite at one hundred twenty-five thousand. So like streamers be streaming this. Oh yeah. And uh, seems to be a big hit. Wait, do you think uh, Ninja would ever stream it? Um, on Mixer, I don't know. Um, I could see. I don't. I don't know if that's really his type of game. Exactly. He's more like shooters. Mm-hmm. Or but didn't he play Minecraft too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Ninja. Let us know in the comments. If you want more views? <laughs> you should stream Classic <laughs> Wow. It's all the rage. Uh, so yeah, I mean, pretty cool. Um, I like the idea. Of this this is sort of the first online, well, that I know of online game that has transformed so much over the years, and now is having a renaissance, kind of in its early form. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I. I guess you could kind of say like RuneScape sort of did, did a similar thing where okay. oh yeah you're right they, they upgraded a lot and then they had like a big surge like back onto RuneScape Classic I mean RuneScape Classic I feel I think it always existed but I think there was like a time period where just a bunch of people went back to RuneScape Classic to play okay so when they released I was two. wrong it's already happened but um, it's, it's but Rune, RuneScape was never as big as Wow Wow no so. but yeah. I've heard of it. Very accessible. But yeah, that's crazy. I've never got like I was very into WoW for like a very like a year or so in my life and I loved it. But I got into it as like right before and then right after the big change came to the World of Cataclysm, the third expansion. And that's when they changed the whole world up and they added new classes. And I thought that was cool mainly because I was still like in the honeymoon phase with the game. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, Oh, it's just so cool and it did suck that I had to rememorize all the locations because everything was different now and I was like, Oh, this is kinda dumb, but it's cool, I could be a goblin or a werewolf. Yeah, I so, got I got I had gotten into it right at Wrath of the Lynch King. Yeah. So got into it Wrath of the Lynch King. I went in and it was just bonkers for me. First time I've ever experienced something like this. Mm-hmm. But, you know. There's nothing quite and like then, an MMO. And then, and then my friends who played it before like had already been playing it for a while, they were like, Oh, you gotta join a PvP server. So then I didn't know what I was going into. Oh no. So I was getting just hunted down. No? And, and oh, that's right. Because on PvP, anybody who sees you can pretty much come up to you. And be like, yes, just just come up to you from the from the alliance faction. And just and I was horde. Mm-hmm. Me and my blood elf. There you go. Yeah, you blood know, elves are sick. Blood elf pal- paladin. Oh that's yeah, what I that's mm-hmm. no. No. I feel you. That's what I did. I did blood elf and I did night elf. Okay. I did night elf first and then blood elf after. So do you guys know how the um, what's the word I'm looking for? How, how do you pay for it? Is it still subscription? So I know at one point in time they came to a point where you can pay for it with in in game gold, mm-hmm. while also with your subscription to game time. So they give you the if you're somebody that has tons of gold and you've been playing for ages and you don't know what to use your gold for, you could just use. I'll use gold. it for classic. Yeah, or oh. uh, your subscription in general. Your, oh. your subscription, yeah. Okay, so but is this so for the people that are still playing modern WoW? Do they get this included for free? 
Or is it a separate thing? I, I understand that it's an expansion, so you gotta buy it. It's probably oh, really? a separate. Th- I mean, it might if it's the Blizzard servers. I'm sure if you already have an account and you're paying for your subscription, I'm sure you can probably play this. The same, since it's like it's literally just reset of the game, like to before any expansions. But but yeah, you but, don't have to do it. It's mm-hmm. opt in. Like yep. yeah. So like no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I have no clue either. I, I don't know. Yeah, if it's like we, separate. If I'm, I'm almost. I'm. Don't quote me, but I could have sworn I saw that you could purchase classic WoW classic. Mm-hmm. So, so it's probably a separate game you have to buy on, on your own for sure. But like, so I'm sure if you have an account, yeah. if you're already paying for a subscription, I I really hope they wouldn't double charge you. Yeah, especially if you're true. Already playing. You know, I'm already subscribed to WoW, but it's like, mm-hmm. oh, just download the original client since it's such a different game. Well, most likely it's just that they they patched it in and just it's a server, and they most likely have another like I'm 50 ch- I'll have to check this because out. you know how they have the regions mm-hmm. they might just yeah. have um u.s read uh, u.s right. classic mm-hmm. you know i gotta US go classic, i gotta go back or, and check this out i missed that old title screen i, I might just install my my battle and just check it out and just log in and check out the the servers you should do it yeah it's looking like i'm, I'm looking online um it is just a separate server to your wow subscription oh cool yeah so it's it's, well, it's most likely something called classic US so say if I'm a new person and I want to experience WoW because I missed out on it, what do I do? do you can I... actually play free until level 20. So you can yep. just make an account and you don't have to give any payment info, but you play up until your character hits level 20. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's like, hey, you know, you reach level 20. You, you gotta, fork it over, bud. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> fork it over. Give me the, come on. Actually, gotta give me the money if you want to continue. So if you do classic for the first 20 levels or you do just where they're at up until now, I think they have it open. Before it used to be just the first two expansions. Mm-hmm. Up until level twenty. Now you can do, I think, up to like the fifth, fourth or fifth expansion up until level twenty. So you could start. Like you could start as a panda, I think, from levels. Oh yeah, yeah, 20. that's right. different. Can races. I mean, are the graphics like two thousand four graphics? Did they? Are they? Well, for classic, I yeah. haven't seen. You haven't seen. Okay. So I haven't Maybe. checked that out. I I was gonna try and catch a stream today because I saw people streaming. Mm-hmm. But I would assume if they're going for the nostalgia feel, they're, they're yeah. going to go yeah. back at least the slight, slightly old graphics, but with some original better game, kind of like if yeah. they have the source like code, still just slap that. My PC or like my computer is an is an iMac like 2015. Do not play games on it, but maybe it could run it. I don't know. You should be able to. Yeah, run it. might be able to. Yeah, just fine. Like on not. Not max above, settings. Uh, not max settings. Yeah. I've I saw only one time somebody running WoW on max settings. It was my boy Danny, and he was running on max settings, and I was like, wow. Did he have a bunch of like all those plugins too? Because then you can get those like overlays. It's like oh, oh my yeah. hotkeys. Yeah, yeah. And I I did a lot. I messed around a lot with the overlays. So mm-hmm. when I got into it, he was like, he's been on WoW since WoW came out. Wow. So <laughs> he is, you know. Wow. Yeah, so wow. you know, he met wow. people on WoW, like became friends with them, like sometimes still talk. They got something. a tattoo. It says "Mom" when you flip it upside down. Like, craziness. <laughs> so he was like, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you need this, 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 all these add-ons." So I'm like, on mm-hmm. like, it's all like wow. curse brand too. Oh my god, I was like adding all my add-ons, and I got real nice to the point where I was like had everything organized. I had my backpack was I hit the backpack key, one backpack because with yep. my add-on. Like the loot one, the it was so many add-ons that so much going on at once on the screen, but it, I understood it. Yeah, and it w- made life easier. Exactly. Well. Until you don't play it for a month and then try to come back to it, and then you're like, I am so overwhelmed. <laughs> you know, the the one that that helped couldn't track your quest easier, like quest tracker. It, wow, uh, I'm getting wow the, oh, the add-ons were. I'm getting all these memories now. Oh, <laughs> you're telling man. me, man. <laughs> You're All telling right. me. I don't know that I, want, I would want to pay thirteen dollars a month though for it. Yeah, that's isn't yeah. it about the same for for Final Fantasy fourteen? 
Yeah, yeah, probably, but I don't know if I want to pay any subscription for a game. <laughs> yeah, same. I can't dedicate enough time to Persona 5. I can't dedicate it to an MMO <laughs> uh-huh. as much as I want to. I, I, I would. Honestly, <laughs> if I had a gaming PC, I'd be in WoW. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd luckily, be here coming you know. every week, every week talking, what you played this weekend? Wow. <laughs> I did the new daily. I got my cool dragon when I was a panda. I remember that one. That was the big daily yes. for when Mr. Pandaria came out. My God, I grinded that so badly, and I got the serpent dragon. <laughs> That's some dedication. Our next story. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, some news. It's kind of a bummer, and I'm still trying to fully understand it, but uh, the Nintendo eShop in the UK and Europe will no longer accept credit card purchases on 3DS and Wii U starting in September, September 2019. Uh, it says it instructs users who wish to make purchases to create a Nintendo account add funds to it with a credit card via the website, and then use those funds to make purchases either online or via the eShop or on either system. Pre-purchased Nintendo eShop cards will also still function. Um, And then, just to clarify a little bit, it goes on. This is possibly a response to the EU Payments Services Directive, which went into effect in January of last year and has a deadline in September of this year. The directive, intended to prevent credit card fraud, requires more personal info or security checks from the purchaser than just the basic credit card information in order to make a card purchase online. So I think you can read this as one of two ways. Uh, one thing is that it really is just a response to that, uh, and the other is that Nintendo is... Um, Slowly trying to... Pull the plug. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is I way agree. too soon. I think with the Wii U, they're definitely long gone. I know they took they took Netflix off the Wii U already. They took a couple streaming services off the Wii U, which I was surprised about. But I mean, I think the they're trying to treat it like their Virtual Boy of this uh, generation. They're just like, all right, we'll put you. We'll put you in what the about the 3DS? Here, right? That's what I'm saying. That see that that is what I also don't understand. I think, but there also is a little bit of a tight spot there because their Switch, at least in my mind too, the Switch has also almost, for me at least, replaced my 3DS. I mean, it doesn't have all my great 3DS titles on it. Well, the Switch Lite will. Yeah. But that's still not the point. It's still, still, the, still like, what, it's 100 million mm-hmm. 3DSs? Maybe it was, yep. I don't know. I, that's just a guess. But um, and. But if people are thinking portable and Nintendo, they're going to go right to Switch now. Totally. But, I mean. So my, my, my question is, is this only the e- Nintendo eShops for the Wii, the the UK and, the, and Europe, right? Right now. Right now. Yes. So. so and I understand that it's because of the, of the dire- a directive passed, you know, trying to limit credit card fraud to make it to kind of bypass all of that. So this is Nintendo's response to that. But are we talking like, is this what you think is going to happen across the board? It's speculation at this speculation, point. Speculation, right? So, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just me saying or it's just at least me thinking that it's proof that online purchases really aren't permanent. I mean, it's something that we are all kind of coming to terms mm-hmm. with over the years. I mean, um, will you still have your iTunes library in 15 years? I don't even know if you still do. If you bought an album in 2003 on it, I'll have to look that up. Hmm. But um, that's why I'm always hesitant to buy digital, mm-hmm. even though I've started exactly. doing it more so. Same. But there's just that feeling of like, you know, think about 10 years down the road when I boot up my system, I want to be able to play the game that I bought. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to have to rely on some server that could possibly already be down right. somewhere. And I don't know. Corruption. The, yeah, I don't know the cost to operating a place like that. But like it's, the, the 3DS one bugs me because it was a successful system. And a lot mm-hmm. of these games, um, you shouldn't have to like do a little workaround to buy them. You've been able to buy them like that for 
going on 10 years now. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I could be pre-overreacting, but uh, I don't think it's coup Nintendo if you have nefarious plans in mind. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you just want me to have to buy all the shit over again when you port it over to the oh, Switch. Oh, that's, yep. Mm, I told. I don't know why I didn't even, that, that, yep, that's probably what they're going <laughs> to, damn it, Nintendo, come on, man. You bastards. Because you know we'll buy it. Well, for mine, the same thing. Wouldn't you have to? Because the That's what the they had to do for the Wii U don't... as well. Yeah, exactly. Because I bought Paper Mario because... probably a total of three times. No, no, of course. Yeah, I'm not saying that they should transfer over the game, but I just still want to be able to the option well, to play it on the I 3DS. would personally want them to transfer over the game. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's why I'm not I, buy, I don't buy any anything digital on the Nintendo because right now, my understanding, they, none of the games transfer over. Yeah, I yeah. have no problem buying things on the Xbox because, look it. My 360 games keep uh, pop up. Every, every time they were becoming backwards compatible, they were popping up in my digital library ready to install. So yeah. mm-hmm. I was able to install 20 games just because they they got added to backwards compat. So for me, buying digital and knowing that Scarlet is going to be backwards compatible yes, every every oh. generation. Knowing that it's going to be backwards compatible, I feel perfectly fine with at least the xbox you see what you're doing philly spence (laughs) (laughs) you're making people feel warm and fuzzy inside with your decision making i'm the only xbox guy here you know (laughs) (laughs) team xbox gotta play more um yeah you gotta get that oh you already have slay the spire okay Mm -hmm. never mind all right so our next story is a sad one um gamestop laid off 100 people um across various stores uh gamestop owns Game Informer, which is kind of the last bastion of physical um, media as far as gaming journalism goes. Uh, They laid off seven editors out of the 18. Um, I personally listen to the Game Informer show every week, or at least partially, because the way they do the podcast is kind of unlike any other show. It's it's very focused, and each... um, It's very... Like, they'll have two or three editors on a time, then they'll they'll clap out and somebody else will come out and, and talk about something else and then I'll have an interview. I think they do a really nice job with it. Um, and it's it, the, segmented. The, yes, it's segmented and it, and it's it's entertaining. Um, it's not like as goofy as like a giant bomber kind of funny, but like they still make it. You know, there's levity. So anyway, I think it's a really good show and it's a shame because a lot of the people that I listen to it on it are now unemployed. So best goes out to them. Um, they are continuing with it for now. I mean, like, I just listened to the most recent show. And they had Andy McNamara on it, who's, like, the, the founder. He's been there since the either late 80s or early 90s. And, uh, you know, he's obviously very broken up about it. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, kind of just in the we'll wait and see phase, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, what, do we, what do we think this means for GameStop in general? Do they have a fighting chance? Is it just, you know, is it just a clock ticking away i think we're in a big we're in a you know a very kind of i can't think of the right word for it but it's like a transition period with this with uh gamestop it's been brought up a lot like oh you know the it's basically like the netflix versus blockbuster kind of thing it's like yes i'm gonna physically buy my games i'm gonna digitally get them uh i'm personally in the camp of i like physical because one nothing beats going out and buying a new game and ripping open the packaging smelling that sweet plastic and then putting back and having to wait to drive home half an hour to play it. But is it just part and then, of the fun? And then two hours for it to install. Yes, exactly. And that's what I always forget about. I'm like, no, I yeah, want to play yeah. now. But, I, I mean, from someone who worked at GameStop for two years, I uh, 
I didn't. I was actually pretty surprised when I first learned that uh, when you sell the card, and I'm sure everybody's familiar with it. When you go to a GameStop, they try to get you to the, you know they sell, sell, sell. Mm-hmm. Can I interest you in this? Can you you want to pre-order this? You know, all these games are coming out. Do you want disc protection? Uh, do you want to sign up for a Power Up Rewards? And the Power Up Rewards card was what we had to sell when I worked there way back in it was 2010, 2011 through my spree. Let's say like 2010 through 2012 when I worked there. That was how you got hours. Is you didn't get a lot of store hours unless you sold the Power Up card. Mm-hmm. And the Power Up card was our the discount card for the store for GameStop. So you'd go in, you get a discount on used games. Certain deals you would get uh, from the card, you would get more for certain trade-ins. You get bonuses. And you get a subscription to Game Informer. And you get a subscription to Game Informer. I found out, and I was surprised by that, which I guess it shouldn't have been in the long run. But you were basically you're selling the card, you're selling the magazine subscription mm-hmm. because every card you sold to a person who came in to sign up for it would be signed up for Game Informer, and mm-hmm. they'd get it delivered to their house every month. Um, and I came to find out pretty much they were just paying for the magazine subscription and you get the GameStop stuff as a bonus. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, I mean, I can see that as now as a marketing standpoint, that that's way better to sell it as like you're coming into store because you're already at GameStop. Have people at home probably don't even know, you know, didn't even know the Game Informer was like a magazine that was out there. Yeah, so, it was a very heavily, like, like I feel like 90% of their readers are subscribing and not just mm-hmm. like picking up, um, you know, the one that they see on the counter at GameStop. Like, I don't, I don't think they you see them like in grocery stores like you used right. to see EGM and stuff yeah that's that's what I miss too because I miss going you know when you're little you go to the supermarket you go to Big Y your mom would go off you're like oh I'll go look at the magazines you'd get your Pojo your, your Pokemon trading card magazine you'd look at that for a bit you'd see your EGM you get the one with the demo disc mm-hmm. the official PlayStation magazine yes or okay. Nintendo Power I won't lie when I was like a tween I would steal them shits no it's I don't blame you it's just <laughs> take the disc you go you yes. get a couple hours in a crash bandicoot Wiley, you're good Wiley to go. was that guy that would annoy me I'd get my magazine I'm like where's my disc exactly <laughs> that always happened yep I do remember seeing that I'm like oh, I want to buy this one there's no disc in here yeah yeah that's okay I was a, well, I was a bad boy they, they phased out so um, you want to say something Tyler go I ahead. think GameStop can I think I think they can survive but they just need to adapt and change the way they do business mm-hmm. i mean obviously magazines are probably not the best way to maintain a like a what's well, a small cu- part a, of the, the business. customer base yeah, yeah um i mean i feel like they focus so much on like the video games and like the ac- action figures and like little tchotchkes like that um, that's more of a new thing, though, because back when I was working, the 10, 2010, 2012, that was like, we had nothing. We had yeah. maybe maybe Pokemon cards, maybe, if you're lucky, Magic cards, but that was it. And I think if they keep on expanding in that direction, like maybe start working with like a, like indie board game yeah. and like developers and stuff like that and um, going, they need to cater to more people, not mm-hmm. just like the video gamers, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. And then maybe they also need to, do more things like like events and stuff like that. Yeah, like, that would be cool um, to host like tournaments and stuff. Like rather than just hey, it's a midnight release, come play Mortal Kombat for like an hour while we wait. Yeah, I feel like they need to start exhibiting more like goodwill towards their their customer base. Mm-hmm. Um, do things that make people feel good about shopping at GameStop, and not aside from that. buy two get one free. <laughs> My GameStop gives me it shows goodwill to me. You know, they're always giving me stuff and hooking me up. <laughs> Which one do you go to? The East Long Metal one. Okay. That's true. They're, they're yeah. always looking out for you. Because you're a regular. I'm a regular. <laughs> I go in there instantly. Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, what's up, man? That's oh, the, man that uh, is the cool part. Again, you know you, the people at work They're there. like, you ain't pre-order this? You're missing out on this. I'm like, yeah, I know. Here you go, man. You still got <laughs> That's awesome. They, they That's take cool. the bobblehead. That's cool. The, the, take, the, take that. And I'm like, all right, man, good looks. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I for one, most I don't enjoy the upselling, the constant, no, I don't want disc protection, no, I don't want to pre-order that, but um, I like going to GameStop, looking around, maybe picking something up that I didn't expect to, mm-hmm. um, finding something that's like, you know, good price used and giving it a shot. And yeah. So I'd be sad to see him go. I think something that's interesting I heard is, um, and I didn't read too much in it into it, but did you guys ever see the movie The Big Short? No, it was like a, it was a movie surrounding the financial crisis of like 2008 to, um, when the we went into the the Great Recession mm-hmm. or whatever, and there was this sort of economic guru that saw it all coming, played by Christian Bale in the movie, and um, he is now investing heavily into GameStop. Oh wow! So he sees something there. Yeah, so, I know I that a, I know that they're trying with a couple stores all across the U.S. Yeah. Um, experimenting with. Um, having more retro games on hand yeah um doing things like um tournaments um you know having games actual full games on available ready readily and available to play things like that like they're trying a lot of different things mm-hmm. in different stores so they're just dropping different stores and trying to see what niche what yeah works what can kind what of work i think there was incorporated there was a um, guy I watched uh, online. He was going to like eat, like little, you know, I love crappy trading card games, little trading card stuff. But there was like a resurgence of one called I think it was yeah, I think it was Bakugan. It looks horrible, by the way. I mean, the text and everything. I looked at some of the cards. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's trash, bad. My opinion, not everybody else's. But <laughs> GameStop had the set release. They're like, oh, you know, we're bringing Bakugan back. But like, come to GameStop to get exclusive uh, like cards and monsters. It's basically like a play on a marble game where you get trading cards and one of them's magnetic. And you get these little marble monster guys. You roll onto them. When they hit the magnet, they pop out, and it's like a little dragon or a scorpion or something. Wow. It's, it's a neat concept. I didn't but, realize what Bakugans was. My kid has, like, box of them. Yeah, I got uh, – <laughs> I will admit I got got into them in high school. And me and my buddy, I was like, well, I have a job now. Let's go buy stupid stuff at Target. And, you know, <laughs> as you do. As, you, as, as one does. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they held, like, a, oh, you're going to do that, like, launch event for that. So that was pretty cool. Maybe they start doing stuff with, like, magic set releases or Pokemon sets. Like, hey, you know, yeah. tournament or something or offering some kind of joint deal. But Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like to see that. Treat your employees better and you'll treat your customers better. That is also very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Because they treat – they didn't – it was bad. I hate it. I, I remember going to, like, having a panic attack before trying to go to work because it was just such a pressure, like – just such a pressure cooker there like you had to sell you had to meet certain numbers or you're not going to get hours which is awful yeah that's shitty it was very shitty. i'm not sure if it's still as bad yeah. yeah i hope not i hope for everybody there it's not but it was just maybe it was just my store who knows maybe maybe um so our the next story i had we kind of already went over um so it's, it's the overwatch thing wonder was it will it come to switch we don't know find out soon and the other thing, uh, there's kind of games starting to come out again. Um, we had, you know, somewhat of a slow summer, a couple big Switch games. Uh, now we have another big Switch game called Astral Chain, which I think is surprising mm. a lot of people. It's a new one from Platinum, developers of Nier, Bayonetta, Wonderful 101, uh, lots of other action games. And uh, it's getting, it's got like an 88 on Metacritic. Um, so It looks very interesting. It's like an anime-ass action game, so... Right I couldn't put it better. I, hear a lot, I mean, I hear people compare it to like Devil May Cry, like the, like the fighting style mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I guess if you're into that, those kind of games, this could be for you. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, nice. I'm assigning that one to you. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah! Um, I'm down to check it out. Like I was telling you and Tyler before the show, and you weren't here yet, Kenny. But there's an old game for PS2 developed by Capcom. Is this by Capcom? Astral Chain? 
No, but no, platinum. platinum. Platinum, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Capcom back on the PS2, they released a game in the same vein. It was when Devil May Cry was you know picking up steam, was pretty popular. It was called Chaos Legion, mm-hmm. and it had almost the same concept except it was more Devil May Cry esque. You're you know red haired emo guy with a sword, but you control these things called legions, and you had different ones uh, that you could power up and everything, kind of like in from what I see at least saw in the review for um, Astral Chain is like you have your sword guy, your melee guy, you have your ranged uh, legion. I think they are called legions in this too. Yeah, I think um, they are. Yeah, yeah I was just like, oh, wow, Chaos Legion. Five people know about this game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you have your range guy, and then you can do like that whole, uh, there's a whole bunch of movement options with them too, at least the natural chain, which it looked like this was just probably like a really, like a much better spiritual successor to Chaos Legion. Cool. So check it out if you guys don't know what it is. And uh, the other one is Control, which we just picked up. Um, so I will have impressions on that next week. That's a new one from Remedy. Uh, the developers of Alan Wake, the original Max Payne, and Quantum Break. Um, so I've been hearing good things about that. So stay tuned for next week's episode. We'll have some hot new impressions. Nice. Um, all right. Now that brings us to Question Corner or Mailbag, whatever we're calling it these days. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, the question bag in the corner. Someone put it there. You got to pick it up. It's going to get all dusty. I know this first question is by Anthony. I had a question. I thought it'd be great to hear your guys' story, too. Okay. Going inside Anthony's mind. <laughs> I don't think you guys want to go in there. <laughs> I mean, you okay, can so if you want, but I don't, you're not going to come out the same person. Uh, what was the most embarrassed or embarrassing moment you've had while gaming? And uh, I'll say mine right from okay. the start. was uh, I think a lot of people, I don't know if anyone out there can also relate to it. I think they probably can. Was a good old game called Kingdom Hearts 2. You know, came back out in I don't know 2004, 2005. Uh, I had a you know everybody of course they, the, the all the best the memorable levels. You know, you go see Aladdin. You go see Will Smith as the genie before it was Will Smith as a genie. Uh, you go see uh, I was gonna say Rob Schneider, but he doesn't play the parrot. Gilbert Godfrey as Iago. Um, there's also the Little Mermaid level, which is a rhythm themed level where there's no fighting. All you do is you have to have a certain magic to get to a certain part, and then you have to play a rhythm game. And this rhythm game is done off original songs from the game for the Little Mermaid world. And is the most embarrassing thing you could ever have <laughs> to have somebody else that's older than you and or also your dad walk in on and look at you, and then you look at him, and you have a minute of unbroken silence while in the background they're going, and then your dad just walks away. And then he just thinks you're not a man for the rest of your life. And then he comes back in and says, why does that boy not have a shirt on? And I was like, that is sorry. He's in the Little Mermaid world. He's a Keyblade guy. Get it. You don't get it. Final Fantasy. Dad. I like it better when things are wet. Under the sea. Just my dad and me. <laughs> Just my dad and me. He thinks I'm a little weird, but it's okay. Just my dad and me. But yeah, that was really embarrassing. Nice. I wonder what made you think of that. I, I was—I don't know. I was at work. I was thinking of stuff, and I was like, "Man, that's just really embarrassing." <laughs> and I was like, "I wonder what everybody else says." You, Kenny, you got anything? I do actually. Um, I—I I, nobody caught me playing this, but I'm looking back on it. I'm kind of embarrassed. You have to be caught, or else what is it? So I thoroughly was sitting there, and I like bored out of my mind with the PlayStation One. I lived in Lawrence, Mass, at the time. And I was like, wow, what, I don't have a new game to play. And my sister had just been bought Powder, Powerpuff Girls Chemical Extraction. Mm-hmm. And like, she wasn't there. I, I, I think she was out with my mom. And I'm like, I think I'm going to play this. I'm, I, 
three hours later, they came home. My sister was like, "That's my game." Yeah, it's a like, good game. <laughs> I'm like Mojo Jojo. Yeah, happy Mojo Jojo. Shut up. Oh my god, I was, was it, so was it embarrassed. It was uh, for me at the time. I, I loved it. I was, was like, sick. "Shit." Yeah, yeah, I mean, you probably just had a fragile ego as a little kid. I was like... Cause, I mean, nowadays, you'd be like, Powerpuff Girl? Hell yeah, I'll play that. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> they were the lollies of the 90s. Imagine, I, I was like, I was around all these people in, in like fifth grade, and they were like, you like Powerpuff Girls? Nah, man. Nah, <laughs> my sister watches that. I just have the dolls. I mean, the poster. I mean, no. Um, I remember my friend... You were rough boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the gang green gang. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend that oh, was uh good times. I was one of my best friends from middle school. He was really into the GTA games like Vice City and uh I don't think San Andreas was out yet, but Animal Crossing was out and me and another buddy were really into that and he used to just talk shit about to us all the time. He was like like we had the strategy guide. We were like reading it in school and stuff. Oh, and I've been there too. I'm so sorry. That's uh yeah, back he on was that like, too. People were like, Oh you fucking baby? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, wow, I can't believe we have that kitty ass game. I'm gonna go mole these hookers down GTA. <laughs> but uh sick Tom Nook on his ass. So then he ended up getting the game and getting just as obsessed with it eventually. So but at the time it was a little embarrassing. And then another time that I distinctly remember, I was probably around the same age, and it's it's only due to me getting upset, but we were playing uh, Slayer, Hang 'em High. It was like me and three friends all playing on the original Xbox, and I died or something. I was just having a bad match, and I like literally just took my fist and slammed it into the wall, and I like scared everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, well, I was pissed. <laughs> was this Halo 1 or 2? 1. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. And... Um, that was embarrassing. I had to like apologize and be like, "All right, I'm sorry, guys. I know I lost my cool. That's awesome. <laughs> that's I'm not gonna hurt anyone. Yeah. Sometimes you know. So that's what came to me. What about Hell you, Tyler? Yeah. Tyler's last. Uh, you got strategy guys. Uh, man, I don't know. Um, hmm. I mean, when I was younger, so when I first got the Game Boy, the Game Boy Black and White. <laughs> Um, one of the first games I had on it was a Barbie game. Hell yeah! <laughs> was it the horse racing one? No, I don't think ah. so. It was like a Barbie. I can't, I can't remember. It was so long ago. But I think the reason I had it was because it was like my older sister's. She got it first, and then she didn't want to play it anymore. So then I just kind of inherited it. And one of the games she had was this Barbie game, and I would just play it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do a review. I want. I want this review. I want this review for the Barbie game. I can't remember how that's played. I think you like. We're gonna look back. Yeah. You, you threw like coins or it, something. It was the Google it's, search. It's gotta be. Uh, it's like the uh, that Mary Kate and Ashley get like go to the mall for PlayStation One yeah, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was something similar to that. Yeah, but I remember you like you collected like coins and shoes. <laughs> it was. It was just a Sonic Why ripoff. It was just a Sonic reskin. Give us. Give us a name. Barbie Game Girl. What's the what's the cover? Barbie, Barbie Magic Genie color? No. Uh, I'm trying to find the box art. It was like I, a, I always threw out my Game Boy boxes when I was a kid. Isn't I that hilarious? Same, and yeah. I regret that so yeah. much now. I'm like, why did I throw those out? The cartridge um, was like a, a pink background. I'm seeing several for Game Boy Color. So was, was, did you have a backpack? So this was the original Game Boy, right? Okay. Oh, Ocean Discovery. You're a mermaid. Wow, there's been a lot of Barbie games, huh? Yeah. They push her hard. Yeah, fashion pack. They were all great. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I did not know. There's been like as many Barbie games as Mario games. 
There's a lot of Barbie games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was Barbie Game Girl, 1992. They knew it. They knew the mainstream Barbie Gamer Girl. Oh. Nice. So it came bath out water. In, so it, <laughs> <laughs> it came bath water. It came, the game came out in 1992. I probably didn't play it until 98, maybe. However you were old. Six. Yeah. Or, maybe. Or, or, no, four. What are you? 93. I'm 93. Okay. So that was probably three or four when I started playing it. Hmm. Getting that good stuff. Get those good influences. Mm-hmm. You better tell me you played that Tommy Gotcha so game for Did game anything Boy. ever embarrassing happen, or it's just embarrassing looking back on it? It's just embarrassing looking back on it. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. He's like, how am I so stupid? Barbie game. <laughs> All right, so um, the next part, mailbag, question corner. I guess there are two different segments. Question corner. I was just throwing it in. I thought it'd be a fun Qu- little tidbit. Question corner comes it, from Anthony's yeah, brain. Okay. Mailbag comes from, from the, the audience. audience. The audience. <laughs> okay, and honestly, this, sto- this next story here, the question is, what are your thoughts on the supposed leak design for the PS5? Um, from B Crims, um, I saw headlines for this, and I was like, "There's no way that this is legit." And I never even clicked on it. I like, I, I saw really. some weird pictures about like. So it's, I've looked into it. Um, it's the dev kit, but it's from my understanding, like people who who are covering it, they're like, "We've never seen a dev kit with this much detail." Hmm. So this mm-hmm. must be the the yeah. like the final designs. Really? Yeah. That's what some people are theorizing. It looks bonkers. It looks yeah. like a freaking Enterprise. It does. I was just going to say, it looks like a spaceship. Yeah. With like, okay, I actually yeah. did, I did see that photo floating around. But, I don't know. That that looks too But that is, that's fake. the dev kit. Yeah. That that's looks like a mix between a Roku TV and like uh like Why are you really going to have a play and a fast forward button right on the front? That's, that's, <laughs> that's not happening. So it's, de- it's that's the dev kit that's okay. being sent out. The PS5 dev kit. So, but people are saying, some people mm. that are covering it are are stating Weird. that they've never, that this might, that the final design may look very close to the dev kit because they've never seen a dev kit with this much detail. Normally it's just shipped it's out. It's just like, like a, a box. A usually, box yeah. with, with running the, running the, whatever it's going to be. Hardware running, the hardware. The hardware. The engine and all that. I don't know. But they how said I that they've this. never seen a no, dev kit with that much. It looks like, like, like a seat. Fan, no. Looks like, like you can gonna... sit in it. Yeah, exactly. And like, it has enough vents to air at your I mean, butt. <laughs> it's like gamer cool down. <laughs> if it if it's gonna be as strong as they're claiming, then they're gonna be venting the crap out of the oh, system. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I guess that's a, a positive. You need it should come with a little uh, vacuum blower. Yeah. It's cool gonna be like down. a Roomba. It's gonna when, when you're done playing, you could be like Roomba mode. Yeah. <laughs> it it the, scuttles the back over. Can vacuum and play games. <laughs> now that's a system I would buy. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen. But so that, that that's what's what I've looked into. So it you so think far. it's legit? Or? I think listening to the people who've been doing this for a while, you know, and they got a little more expertise than some of us. Um they think it is. You know. I think they'll I maybe take I, I don't think now. I don't think it's plausible. It looks ridiculous, but I, I disagree. It, it's it's too way too different from the design of how a PlayStation should look. <laughs> Every I, single PlayStation is kinda just Iterated a little bit, and it's like you yeah, chopped off a part of a marble countertop. The PS4 wow. is a great looking console. I don't console. know. Really, really, really is, yeah. the, the Pro is less, a little bit less. Well, really think mm-hmm. about it. Just, the PS3 bulk, bulky one. That yeah. was like the Hulk of the yeah. Of, that of was the kind of, console. That, was, that thing came out that and it was like smash. Spider, Spider-Man smash. font on it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I noticed yeah. that too. All the games it was like PlayStation 3. I was like. And because they had a Spider-Man game when I worked at GameStop next to it, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is the same font. That's good. Um, 
Oh man, yeah. I, I don't think it'll stay that. I hope it doesn't at least because it just That's the, it looks like a knockoff console. I wouldn't want to drop a in a like a quarter is gonna fall in. Yeah, there. <laughs> there's too much space to put stuff in, and that's cool. But I don't want to put stuff in my game console. I want to work. My cat's just gonna be batting around and gonna just get a whole bunch of. It's gonna start living inside, inside it. it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So my. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not thinking that's Grandma's going to think it's a Roku and bring it back to her room. And I'm not but gonna I've been wrong it. before, <laughs> even on this show. And it's going to be interesting to see. It shall be. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it, unless anyone had anything else. Let's close her out. Let's close her out. This has show. been the Level With You show. You can find us on podcast services. We are on Podcast Addict, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Discord server. Link is Spotify. in the description. Yep, in the description. Um, and... That's going to do it. Level with you, show. <laughs> with oh, these rings, man. I be wed. All right. Oh.